welcome 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 ladies and gents and this is our first episode of the status hub where we are discussing everything that is particularly um related to the status right whether it's disclosing it whether it's knowing it um the culture of testing for hiv and then particularly amongst young women and men living in south africa i am your host um zandile makalima and i will be with you in this new journey that we are starting off the status hub join me in my next episode where we will be unpacking testing culture are young people testing enough and are we finding ourselves with rather going backwards as far as the disease is concerned um do catch us in the next episode and um thank you for tuning in Dear students, I have received a few questions with regards to assignment two, so I'm just quickly going to make a little voice note to run you through the assignment and explain to you what I expect in each of the sub-questions. The idea is not to give you a lot of structure um, because I would like to see the creativity from the group, but nonetheless, let's quickly run through the assignment. So in assignment one, hopefully you've experienced some team dynamics and how it is to work in a group and some of the hiccup areas within the group, um, especially since most of you don't always know everybody in the group and it's the first time that you need to work together. Um, and these things um, kind of made interaction slightly more challenging. Um, so this kind of goes on into assignment two where the main idea is that you need to identify a developmental area of your group. Now, this developmental area doesn't necessarily need to be specifically teamwork. It can also be something like a lack of leadership or high levels of conflict or um, poor communication within the group or too much diversity or too little diversity um, or any any of the topics that we've really covered um, throughout organizational behavior. Um, and each of the units really focused on one of these topic areas. So the idea is to identify something in which your group isn't that good at. So um, and, and this is based on the on the work that you've done in assignment one. So during assignment one, you've probably recognized some of these um, hiccup points. So either people aren't communicating effectively or nobody's taking leadership or there's two diverse views, which leads to conflict or people don't understand the cultural backgrounds of one another, or whatever the case may be. But there's likely to have been some kind of issue that prevented you from functioning to the full um, potential of the group. So assignment two really focuses on zooming in on one of these issues that you've identified, um, the, the most prominent issue probably, um, and then to design a one-day developmental workshop. So let's, for example, say, put yourselves in the shoes of an HR training and development manager or uh, industrial psychologist who pr provides interpersonal skills training or something like that. And the idea is that you design this one-day developmental workshop with all the sufficient materials included. So this includes an overview what will be covered during the workshop, all the supporting materials. So if there's, for example, team activities that you want the group to do or self-reflection exercises or questionnaires that you, you're going to use, all of these supporting material also needs to be included within the assignment. 
Um, so again, I'm just quickly going to run you through all of the, the questions and then we can unpack each of them to see what exactly is expected. So the first question is the development area that you've identified. So how did you come about identifying the developmental area? So this comes from the theory that suggests before you can do any training and development intervention within an organization, you first need to kind of diagnose or analyze whether that is a need. Um, and this can be something like feedback from from the group. So you can do, for example, individual interviews. You can do focus groups. You can provide people with feedback questionnaires. Um, you don't need to put in a lot of effort into this uh, steps. It's only for five marks. But there needs to be some scientific base in terms of how you identified the issue. You can't just say something like, yeah, during our team meetings, there was a lot of miscommunication and therefore the issue is a lack of communication and therefore we're going to build a communication intervention. That's kind of a bit vague. Um, so you need to show me how you or which methods did you use to identify or diagnose the developmental area within the group? So how did you go about um, discovering this issue and how did you unpack it um, to make sure that this is actually what's holding the group back. So that's the first question. The second question is you need to provide me with a agenda of the day. So typically you can Google this um, agendas for, for workshops. Um, it's a basically a one pager that explains the purpose of the workshop, um, the time frame. So when does it start? Well, say, for example, at 9.30, we're going to start with a little icebreaker and introduction activity. Then we're going to cover the basics of the theory. And then at 11, we're going to do, have a tea break. After the tea break, we're going to do some interactive group activities. Um, after the group activities, we're going to again do a next part of the theory. Um, and then we're going to do a lunch break. And then after that, say, for example, at 2 in the afternoon, we're going to start with some more developmental activities, some interactive, some individual and then towards the end, we're going to have a little reflection and feedback session where people debrief on their experiences. What was it like? What did they learn? How can the uh, workshop be improved in the future, etc.? Um, so all of these things you need to indicate on the agenda. Now, it's important to arrange the themes that you want to cover in, in a logical order. So obviously, you can't start with a conflict exercise and then after that, teach them what does it mean, what does conflict mean, and what's the different types of conflicts, unless the exercise is a type of icebreaker exercise. But the logical order is usually to um, to begin with some type of um, icebreaker exercise, just to get the, the juices flowing and the people willing to participate. And then you first usually cover the theory of each theme or section. And after that, you do some activities where they apply the theory or um, the activities help them to discover the theory or understand the theory in more detail. Um, and so, so the themes and the topics that you cover and you list on the agenda page needs to follow some kind of logical order. Um, but they also need to be relevant to the developmental area. So what I've seen in the past, and, and this is wrong, what a lot of students do is they say, okay, conflict is our problem. And now we're just going to do a few team building activities like blindfolding one another and uh, walking over a, over a 
little obstacle course or whatever. So in, in that example, the activities are detached from the actual developmental area. So if conflict is the issue, then uh, a little team activity like a blindfold exercise is obviously not going to solve the conflict. But what you need to do is you need to explain to people, you know, what conflict what type of conflict is acceptable, what conflict is not acceptable, why do people differ in terms of how they react. So you can look at something like a self-assessment on conflict styles. If everybody understands their own conflict style and the rest of the conflict styles, they'll understand why some people withdraw or why others are overly vocal. Um, and then you can teach them some specific techniques or skills that will equip them in terms of diffusing conflict situations or once it's escalated, how to deal with that in a constructive manner. That is more geared towards the developmental area. Um, the same with something like communication. If communication is the key, do some kind of self-assessment to see do people communicate in different ways? If you think about the MBTI tests, uh, a lot there's a lot of resources online to say how do different MBTI personality types communicate. Some communicate in a, in a very rational, factional manner. Others communicate very broad and vaguely to the point. Um, others use intuition to kind of use little examples to 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 communicate and bring across the the, the point. Um, and these different communication styles can cause um, some noise in, in, in the conveying of the message. Um, so if, if that's the developmental area, then obviously something like understanding communication styles and communicating in a style that's appropriate to the receiver or in a more generic uh, communication style that everybody will understand, then that's the, the solution. So again, whatever you include on the agenda needs to be relevant to the developmental area. It needs to be focused. It needs to flow naturally from one theme to the next. Um, and the time allocations need to be accurate. A lot of the time what I see with people designing workshops, especially one-day workshop, is they... Um, overestimate the amount of things that they can do within a workshop. Um, if you need to do an activity and it takes 15 minutes to prep the people for the activity and the activity takes 30 minutes um, and you're also going to debrief and provide them feedback for 15 minutes, then an hour is already gone. Um, so the time allocations need to be quite accurate given the type of activity, whether it's uh, just an oral presentation from, from the presenter side or whether it's a group activity where everybody interacts and brainstorms and adds to the conversation. Um, and then any other important information that the individuals need to know before they um, attend the workshop is typically also listed on the um, on the agenda um, one page. So when, where, um, what will be covered, um, what will be learned. You can even put something like learning outcomes on it. Um, so after completing this workshop, you will be able to understand your own conflict management style, um, understand your communication style, um, choose the correct communication style when interacting with diverse individuals or whatever the case may be. So a lot of uh, training interventions put the outcomes of their workshop on the agendas as well. Um, okay, so that's the, the second part of the of the assignment. You need to come up with this agenda. 
Um, like I said, go have a look at the internet. There's a lot of examples, but don't just copy it from the internet because like I said, it needs to be very specific to the issue that you've identified within the team um, and you need to unpack it in a very concise and focused and, and fluent manner. Um, then, okay, so then the third question is really, it's for half of the marks. And this is really where I want to see your creativity and your application knowledge. And this is where within your workshop, you're going to have multiple exercises and activities and discussions. But I want you to develop one activity in its fullness. So you need to provide me with all the supporting materials. If it's a questionnaire and a feedback, tell me what the, show me what the questionnaire looks like. Tell me how you're going to debrief, what's the learning points. Um, if it's, for example, some kind of activity that requires resources, tell me what the resources are. Maybe it's, um, I know some of the interventions do these uh, bridge building activities or they give you a, a bunch of materials and you need to construct something as a group. Um, so if there's materials involved, tell me whether what materials will be needed. Um, so it's basically almost like you're going to develop a user manual for the activity. And the user manual is going to tell you exactly what is needed for the activity, what materials should you prepare beforehand. It's going to indicate the instructions that you are going to read to the group. Um, you're also going to include the instructions of how to debrief, um, how to embed the learning. So it's basically see it as a mini, a miniature manual for a for an activity. Um, and again, this activity needs to clearly link to the development area and it needs to fit into the agenda of your one-day workshop. So again, refrain from doing something generic like we're going to do a blindfold exercise or we're going to play a board game because those things don't really work. Research shows that, you know, the euphoria of the moment dies out quite quickly and it doesn't result in sustained development of the team. What rather works if, if you equip the team with the necessary skills and techniques to address the, the issues that you've identified, um, that translates into sustainable development for the group. So again, choose an activity that is practically relevant, but is also grounded in theoretical, um, let's say scientific evidence that this will actually help them. Um, and like I said, use your creativity here, but don't do something very broad, very generic. It needs to be focused. It needs to be relevant to the issue that you've identified. So what I also look at is whether it's practically executable. So obviously you can't have an activity that's going to take either too long or that's going to need too many resources or that's just too complex to, to actually do within a one-day workshop. Um, I also look at things like do you provide them with debriefing um, actions or instructions. So one of the most important things within any activity that you do with a, with a, with a workshop is you need to debrief the group to really embed the learning so just to ask them you know what have you learned what what does that mean how was the experience what are some of the things that you picked up um, in all of the the interpersonal skills training or workshops that I've been to all of them emphasize this debriefing component um, because that's really what what le when learning takes place um, 
and then include some pictures and resources into the into the um, pack. So, like I said, if it's if it's certain cutouts that they need to use, show me an example of a cutout. If it's certain paper forms that they that they fold or make, make one yourself and take a picture on your phone, and then just uh, include it in the Word document um, so that I really that you you're able to show me some of the examples of this. Uh, obviously, given the lockdown, we're not going to do it. So you you're not required to, as a group, get together and actually roll out the intervention. But you need to include in this pack, like I said, the agenda and the resources needed to complete the um, the workshop. So that if I take, for example, that assignment, that it's a full-blown activity and an agenda already. Um, so this is some of the things that I expect. Um, I think the the important component is choose something that you are familiar with, but don't just choose something easy which is going to be too generic because then you will also lose marks. Um, so like I said, a lot of the students in the past years have just chosen a very generic, obvious, easy um, issue and it didn't really show creativity or application knowledge. So rather choose something that you are well familiar with, you, uh, you understand the theoretical part quite good, and then you're going to have to use the internet to find um, creative ideas or questionnaires or things that you can use in order to to really roll out this, this intervention. Um, so yeah, I hope that helps a bit. Um, like I said, I don't want to provide too much assistance because the idea is to really look at your creativity and your application knowledge. Um, but uh, that being said, I'm excited to see what you guys come up with and best of luck for the assignment.